Welcome to Thoughts of a Veteran Christian Mental Health Dude, Episode 3. I am your host, Rich Watson, and on today's episode, we will be talking about what it's like being a veteran in church. Now, there's so much that we can talk about with this topic. It is such a daunting topic. We're going to hit the surface of it today and talk about a few things, and then maybe in later episodes, we'll get a little more in depth. But let's dive in with a few things to cover. First, let's address what in my mind should be the purpose of any Christian church. And as a side note, anytime we talk about church or faith in this episode or denomination, any of those terms, we're all talking about Christianity. So again, what should be the purpose of any of these churches? Well, that's simple. It should be to help individuals draw closer to Christ. Everything else, any program, any meeting, any worship service, anything else is just an appendage of that main goal helping individuals draw closer to Christ. To that point, it really doesn't matter if you are a veteran or not. If being in your faith does not help you draw closer to Christ, then you should possibly do a deep dive and really try to figure out why. And if you do that, I think you'll find three different reasons. First, is it something personal? Meaning, are you really not even wanting to be a part of the faith right now? Is there something where you're just not connecting with that particular branch of church or branch of Christianity? Or, and this is often the case, is it just something related to the people at the church you are attending? In each of these, it bears understanding the role that you play in all of this. So let's look first at the personal part. Are you still even wanting to be on that walk with Christ? That's really the first thing to look at. Are you still connected to Christ? Do you still want to continue that relationship? And if the answer is yes, but you don't feel connected with him, then maybe the first thing to look at is, are you using any spiritual coping skills? And here's what I mean by that. For mental health, we have coping skills, and we're all relatively aware of what those are. But we also have spiritual coping skills that can help us in times of struggle, in times where we don't feel close with Christ. Those are simple things like having a scripture study routine, routine, daily prayer, attending church, speaking with individuals who uplift you and help you draw closer to Christ. Doing those types of things, those types of spiritual coping skills can and will help you on your journey. In fact, oftentimes when people are frustrated with their faith or they're questioning their faith, this is the very first issue. They've stopped doing those things, those spiritual coping skills that draw them closer to Christ. Now, secondarily, we talked about another reason is if you're just not connecting with your particular church or maybe even your denomination. Now, let's be fair. Each denomination, each church, even though they fall under the blanket umbrella of Christianity, has a bit of a different feel to it. And in that respect, is there something in your core, in your values, even like we talked about last week, that is just not jiving with that church you're attending? If so, is it something you can work on by talking to church leaders? Or is it such a fundamental issue that in order for you to maintain your relationship with Christ, you simply need to find another church? So that's the second possibility. The third possibility, and I think this is a really big factor, is are you struggling with the people in your church? Are you feeling that you're being judged? Are you feeling unable to connect with them? Or maybe you feel that they will not understand you. To be clear, that's a very big one for veterans. Or maybe, maybe even you're feeling offended by some of them. Maybe even somebody in a leadership position. 
In each of these situations, there is always some semblance of truth to how you are feeling, and it may even be justified. However, there is also always an opportunity for some self-exploration. Have you reached out to any of these people who you feel judged by and talked with them? Maybe they're judging you because you're sitting off in a corner not talking to anybody and they're just trying to figure out who you are. Or maybe it's something even less than that. Have you made any effort in that area? Have you reached out? For somebody who's offended you, have you actually tried to talk to them about what they said and how they offended you? Now, I've had the honor and privilege of serving in a bunch of different church leadership roles in the past, and apparently during that time, I've offended a few folks. Now, let me be clear. That was never my intention. I would never, ever want to do something from the pulpit of a church or from a classroom that would offend somebody. However, it's happened. And those individuals have come forward and talked with me. Once that happened, I knew, oh, wow, something I said offended someone. I was given an opportunity to clarify, to rectify that offense. But had those individuals not come forward and talked to me, I would have went on my life never knowing that I potentially could have pushed somebody further away from Christ when that was never even my intent. So if you are struggling with the people in your church, do some self-reflection as well and see if there are some times where you can maybe communicate and be a little more open to help mend some of those bridges. Now, going back, if we understand that the main goal of a church, uh, Christian church, should be to draw individuals closer to Christ and looking at some of those hurdles we just talked about, those three individual, those three things, let's look at now specifically some things that veterans often experience that could hinder their walk with Christ, and if perceived wrong by church members, could cause some of those judgmental or offensive actions to take place. But first, I want to talk about the three main issues that that veterans deal with from a mental health perspective. First is PTSD. Now, PTSD really simply is a trauma or stress-related psychiatric disorder um, that often is caused by experiencing or witnessing a traumatic event. Persons with PTSD, individuals with PTSD are going to experience intrusive and negative thoughts, uh, emotions or memories that go back to the event in a variety of patterns. And this can look like dreams, flashbacks. This can also manifest itself in anxiety and isolation and wanting to withdraw. Another thing is survivor's guilt. Now, survivor's guilt is a condition of uh, persistent and mental and emotional stress uh, experienced by somebody who really has survived an incident in which others have died. Uh, for example, a unit went off to Iraq and you know, of 10 people that went out, nine, came, nine passed away and only one came back. That person is likely to experience some semblance of survivor's guilt. And then the last one, and this is really a big one in church, is what we call moral injury. Now, moral injury is the result of, of experiencing or witnessing an act or even the aftermath of an act that goes against somebody's moral or ethical standards. And these moral ethical standards are based on religious, spiritual, cultural, or, or other different constructs of that make up their morality. Oftentimes, this can include things like taking somebody's life or witnessing atrocities, uh, torturing, things of that nature. It's things that when you see them, you know morally they're wrong and you can't get past that. So the effects of moral injury consist of so many emotional and behavioral responses. These are things such as shame, guilt, anxiety, anger, isolation, even sometimes uh, self-harming and self-condemning type of actions. With each of these, 
any individual, in our case a veteran, can feel that church is just not the place for them, often stating that those in the church will not understand what they are going through, or they feel like they're being judged, or expressing anger to God or shame, and not even feeling worthy to be in church. This is a discussion that would need so much more time than what we have today, um, and maybe something we can address later. However, if you're that veteran, please, from me, don't give up. Know that there are those who want to see you happy, likely even those within the church you're at right now. They want to see you regain your faith, continue on your walk with Christ, and increase your personal relationship with God. Also know that there is help, and help can take three different forms. It can take the form of personal psychological treatment. This often looks like therapy, but let me be clear that now it can look like equine therapy. It can look like walk and talk therapy. It can look like uh, outdoor recreational therapy, but it is and does involve some semblance of a professional. There's also social cultural treatment. This involves letting others into your circle and not allowing isolation to consume you, being able to talk through some of your issues with a close knit group of friends. And this last one is a religious or spiritual treatment. And this involves using religious principles to cope with negative life events and can lead to a better adjustment and a closer relationship with God. So the first thing, again, is knowing that there's help, whether it's the psychological treatment, the cultural, social cultural treatment, or the religious treatment. Using these three types of treatment can help you get into a place where you would consider returning to church, being active in church, those types of things. Also, if you as a veteran are feeling unwanted at church or not worthy to go to church, yet still feel that struggle to have that be a part of you, then you need to make positive steps in that direction. It is going to take some faith, not just in church, but also in people. And it will take time. However, examining where you are currently and seeking advice from those who have been there is a great place to start. And when I say seeking advice from those who have been there, you'd be surprised how many individuals have walked the same exact path that you are walking and have strayed from their path on Christ because of some of the things we talked about earlier. So seek out treatment as we talked about above and then start small because by small and simple things, great things can be brought to pass. Now, if you've lost your way in your walk with Christ, just take one step back towards that walk. Do something today that can bring you closer to Christ. Maybe that looks like your first sincere prayer in a while. Maybe it's opening the scriptures. Maybe it's reaching out to your church leader. Whatever that is, take that step. Then exercise some patience and be open to what Christ has for you. Sure, there may still be some issues at your church that you don't like, but if you are there for the overarching purpose that we talked about, increasing your walk with Christ, drawing closer to Christ, and if you're focused on your healing and your testimony, some of those other concerns will really just start to fade away. Now, I was once told a story about a couple who were riding in a truck. You know, that old style truck that has the bench seat up front. And the wife said to the husband, you know, when we were first married and riding around in this old truck, we used to sit a lot closer and you'd have your arm around me. The husband then said to her, sweetheart, I haven't moved. I think this is the perfect illustration of our faith. If we find ourselves further from Christ, whether we're a veteran or not is irrelevant. If we find ourselves further from Christ, he has not moved. We have. He is still sitting in the driver's seat of our lives, willing to lead us and guide us. We have just moved away. The great thing is, regardless of how far we've moved away from him, he is still sitting there saying, I haven't moved. 
I am right here for you. So please take that step today in your walk with Christ to draw closer. Rich out.